This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. Let's do this here. We're going to jump right into this. Um, We're right in the middle of our series. And if you want to open your Bibles or turn them on and select the, the book and chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, one of my favorites in the Bible, talking about spiritual gifts. And we're in the middle of our series called, what's the name of our series? Treasure. treasure. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a treasure. Okay. Look at somebody else and tell them, I got some treasure inside of me. Look at somebody else and tell them, I have more in me than you and I both realize. Come on now. You got a lot in you. You got a, is that too many words? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just look at somebody and say, tell them, I say, I got the goods. All right. I got the goods. I got a treasure inside of me. You know, we, in our scripture, our text for, the, for this month is, um, you know, we have this treasure in earthen vessels, all right, that the excellency of the power would be uh, of him and not of us, okay? And so I'm going to stay there in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, and, and let's just pray here. And then, and then we'll get on with it. So, Father, we thank you uh, for your word. I just, uh, God, I pray for revelation. I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray, Lord, that we would speak uh, from the holy of holies and that, Lord, we would serve not only the milk of the word and the bread of the word, but the meat of the word. I pray I wouldn't speak from the outer court or the inner court. I pray I'd speak from the most holy place. And we thank you, Lord, as a result of hearing the word of God, we are going to be transformed into the image of Jesus, and we receive that today. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen. As you're waiting there in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 4, 7 in the Amplified, and this is really our text for um, this month, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified, and it says this, but we have this precious treasure uh, the good news about salvation in unworthy earthen vessels of human frailty so that the grandeur and surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to be from God his sufficiency and not ourselves. All right? You got to understand that you have something in you, somebody in you that is much greater than you in every situation you're going through much greater than your past, much greater than your present, much greater than what you're facing in the future, that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. There is a mystery inside of you. The Bible says, as Christ in you, the hope of glory, that God himself, you are housing the creator of the universe. Come on, somebody. That you are a house, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so um, that's what we're talking about. And today, what we're gonna really talk about is spiritual gifts. And I want to talk about some of the gifts that are inside of you, whether you realize it or not, that you are gifted. God has put not only his Holy Spirit inside of you, but the whole, but the person of the Holy Spirit comes with gifts. Okay. When Jesus ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts to you and me. 
that the gifts of the Spirit are a testament that Jesus is alive and his Holy Spirit is here because it's one of the things explicitly expressed in Scripture that gifts would operate once the Holy Spirit came after Jesus ascended. And in the book of Acts, chapter after chapter, people are operating on a supernatural level by way of the Holy Spirit and operating in spiritual gifts. This is a gifted church. And you want to know why it's gifted? Because you're in it. Amen? And so 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, it says this. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Once again, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And that word ignorant really means willfully unaware or intentionally oblivious. Some people don't know and some people ain't trying to know. Somebody say amen. You know anybody in your life that don't know, they just don't know? All right, I have a friend from Detroit, good friend of mine, came up in church with him most of my young adult life, and when somebody was acting a fool, he would say, they not be knowing. They not be knowing. You ever met somebody and you're like, okay, they, they, they not be knowing. Yes? <laughs> right? They, they not be knowing. They, they just don't know. And some people um, aren't trying to know. Um, they're not trying to learn. And so ignorance is something that we can um, have in our life by way of not just pressing into truth. Because the Apostle Paul wrote this and says, look, I wish that you would not be ignorant or willfully oblivious of the spiritual gifts or spirituals or the spirit realm that it is what would keep us from operating in spiritual gifts number one is going to be ignorance willful or otherwise it's because we just don't know it's just because we just don't know and so my first point is this is that we have to stay hungry for spiritual gifts the bible says to desire earnestly spiritual gifts or to covet or to be zealous to operate in spiritual gifts um, and I want to just share some, uh, some of my own experience with spiritual gifts where I was the benefactor of, of that. And so, um, once again, we want to stay hungry for spiritual gifts. It is possible to live a dry Christian life and not having the spiritual gifts either operating in your own life or in a way where you're receiving them. When I first got saved, a, a person that operated in, in prophecy came to our little church in downtown San Jose, did not know me from anybody. I had just gotten saved um, at the age of 18. I was about to go into my, a professional skateboarding career, probably within six months of him coming to that church. He did not know who I was. He pointed me out and he said, you're involved in some sort of sport. Didn't know me from anybody. You're involved in a sport and God's going to use your lifestyle to be a sign and a wonder to those. You're not called the fluffy church people. You're called the people that are going to attack the word of God inside of you. That's what he said. Didn't know me from anybody. I was there. <laughs> Didn't know me for anybody. I barely got saved. And this uh, person that operated in a spiritual gift, man, called me out. He even said this. He said, you're going to be on the cover of a magazine, not because of your skateboarding ability. And I, I, that kind of bummed me out because I wanted to be on the cover because of my ability. I mean, I was about to be a professional, right? But he said he didn't know what it was, didn't know what the, the sport was. He says, you're going to be on the cover of a magazine because of your lifestyle. Within months, within less than 12 months later, I was on the cover of Thrasher magazine, and it said it did not have me skateboarding on it. But it said, war with Satan, interview with Mandoli. That's my last name. 
So I was on the cover of a magazine by way of somebody speaking something over my life, and it literally was my lifestyle. I was a little bummed. Uh, another skater from Northern California was on the cover. I'm like, why has he got the cover with my name on it? That's messed up. But this is the point, is that spiritual gift operated. This man didn't know nothing, and he operated a spiritual gift, and, and, and it brought me into a place by, by, by way of the Spirit of God. And, and there, is, there is profit in the kingdom when spiritual gifts are flowing. And, and so this is the thing about treasure is that God didn't just give those to a few select people. Every single born-again believer is housing spiritual gifts inside of them. Whether, you know, and we're going to kind of talk about some of these. And so um, the, the spiritual gifts are, are to encourage, comfort, and edify the body of Christ. All right? So we... The Apostle Paul told them, he's about to talk about spiritual gifts. The first thing he says is, look, y'all, I want you to just to know about them. Don't be ignorant. Don't push them away. You know, um, be open to spiritual gifts. All right? Okay, let's go down to verse 4 here. Here we go. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're just going to hang out here. It says here, verse 4, there are diversities, verse 4 to 7, there are diversities of gifts. Look at that, diversities of gifts. There's different gifts, different gifts. Not just one gift, different gifts, because there's different people. There's, there's gifts inside of you, treasure inside of you. I, I believe the devil works over time at lying to believers and telling them they have nothing to offer. When the Holy Spirit is inside of you and you are talented and there is, there is supernatural power and ability by way of the Spirit of God inside of you. My goodness, look at this. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit, same Holy Ghost. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one the manifestation look at i'm just reading the bible here but the manifestation of the spirit capital s holy spirit the manifestation manifestation to make known to bring to light i think in christian world we talk about manifesting like somebody has a devil like they manifested when's the last time you manifested the holy spirit once i said somebody's like man you man that person's manifesting some joy over there Come on, somebody. When's the last time you manifest some love? Looking all sour face. Yeah, you feel with the Holy Ghost, but I don't see it on your face. When's the last time you manifest some peace? Why is it always drama, anxiety all the time? No, you have the Holy Spirit. Manifest. Manifest the Holy Ghost. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm fitting to manifest. I'm fixing to manifest. I'm going to manifest in a minute. I'm going to manifest. Some of you, I'm not talking about that bad stuff, that attitude. I'm not talking about the manifest. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Look, but the manifestation making known the reality of Christ in the earth, the manifestation to make known, to bring to light, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one, each one for the profit of all. 
Man, we all got something to offer. We all got something in the Spirit of God. Y'all got, we all got something in the Holy Ghost. We all have a word. We all have a song. We all have something. There is something inside of you. You, are, you have been given. It has been distributed to the body. A manifestation, an expression of God, an administration. Of a, it's the same Holy Spirit, but it is going to flow out uniquely and differently because you, my brothers and sisters, y'all are different. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm different. <laughs> Look back at him and say, I already know that. I already know that you are different. We are all different. Why we always got to be the same? Why everybody got to be the same, act the same all the time? We're different. We look different. There's a whole different kind of skin color up in here. Red, yellow, black, and white, we're all precious in his sight. Some got a little more vanilla than others. Some like a little mixed in vanilla. Some people got that caramel look, some browns, dark skin. What tan skin, whatever. There, there's diversity in creation. What makes you think there isn't diversity on a spiritual level in your spirit? There's a different flow, a, a way of communicating the gospel. You have a language that God has touched. It's going to reach people. God speaks to people in their language. He communicates to them a certain way. You know, he speaks your language. He, he is diverse. This is my second point. God, my second point, God is multifaceted when it comes to spiritual gifts and people and creation. He is multifaceted. This is what diversity means. I'm going to give you the definition. This is what diversity means. Diversity means that God reaching across and making a personal choice. So God reached over here and said, I'm going to make Crystal Gale, I'm going to make her... Uh, black and beautiful. I'm going to give her some tight curls because her future husband's going to love that about her. Somebody say amen. amen. So diversity means God reached over and put a personal touch on you. That's what the word diversity means. Die means he crossed, he reached out and said, you, uh, this one right here, this is what, how she's going to operate. This, this, this is how Tina, Tina, I, I want some, you know, Puerto Rican flavor in this woman right here. You know, whatever it is, God, God reached out and made her unique. Gave her that caramel Puerto Rican color skin. <laughs> Diversity. This is the thing. If you think about this, your ethnicity, your skin color, you, the way God created you is sacred because you didn't have no choice about it. And if for anybody to hate you for that, they are crossing a line and they're messing with God's design. It is sacred. Your, your, your ethnicity, your skin color, your, 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 your back, that, that is something ain't nobody had no choice but God said, I'm going to reach out, I'm going to make you this way. I'm going to make you this way. Come on, somebody. That's what diversity means. God stretched out and said, I'm going to put my personal touch on this one. We, we need all the diversity. We need, we need everything God touched. We want it all. We, want, we, we, we celebrate the fact that even the Spirit of God and the gifts inside of us are diverse and unique. God's, this is what it means, diversity. Once again, God's choice to give certain endowments of grace. God's choice. He gifted you. You didn't have to ask for everything that's on the inside of you because God endowed it. He gave it to you. People have musical gifts. We were talking the other night about um, our drummer here, uh, Jacob, last night. My wife and Ash and I were like, man, that brother just gets right in there. He don't ever look bored up there. <laughs> Anybody been sure? Some drummers are like, Jacob is like, 
Let's go. Right? There's this passion. He's re- releasing things. My wife was even saying in my house, she's like, I don't even know if he understands what all that's happening in the spirit when that brother's banging on them things. You know, that, that, that what, what is being released in people's lives is worship. It's powerful. Um, you know, it, it, it is God's choice to give certain endowments of grace so that they can reach out to others as his hand. God touches you because you are designed to touch somebody. That God in you is, wants to get through you and out of you and coming from you because he touches you so you can touch others. That's what diversity is, is God's specific hand on your life, giving you a specific flavor, a specific look, a specific design that you would then turn around and flow through others. I did not grow up in church. I grew up in a very rough environment. And so when that prophetic, when that prophet came to my church and prophesied to him, he says, you're not called to fluffy church people because my life has not been fluffy. So I can maybe in a sense, God can use my pain to reach people uh, in a certain place that maybe other people wouldn't really uh, enjoy it. But I do. You know, I, I found myself in an environment where I was in a van going cross country and I had, you know, just rolling through the country with these guys they were not believers but God put me there and God kept me there for years and I was able to be a witness for Jesus there and I don't think everybody could survive in that environment they ain't designed to be up in there but I was up in there and they were doing their thing smoking whatever it is they were smoking and 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 God kept me from that but I was a witness in that place I remember coming from we were in Vancouver Canada at a skateboard contest coming back to the states and one of my good friends in the van I wasn't aware of this but he had a warrant for his arrest because he had, he had hurt somebody in Chicago, and I was unaware of, but when we were heading back to Van, but I was called to be around these people. I was called to be, and I got to pray for this man, witness to this man, and, and, and be, a, um, be a connection um, where he was in his life to me, and we're, we're, about, we're trying to go back into the U.S. I am driving the van because I was the designated driver. You got to learn how to be in the world and not of it. You could be all up in it and not of it. You could be, we, we, need that. we need the church to have that kind of Daniel anointing. That brother was all up in Babylon praying and fasting. And and there are people trying to shut him down. He could live up in there and not be affected, not compromised, be kept by the power of God. Like a Joseph reigning the ruling power. He's second in command to the ruling power of the world. And yet he was faithful to God, had an anointing on his life, and he didn't compromise. But he was all up in there in the power of God. And, And you could be all up in it and not be affected by it. Actually, you affecting it. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm gifted. Get your treasure up out of the four walls of the church into your world and start doing something. So we're heading back, and, the, and, the, and, the, and he busted some wit. Like, this is how I would do it, is my friends would go out and party and do their thing, and I would stay at the hotel, and I would read my Bible because, I'm like, you know what I mean? I had to draw a line somewhere. So that's what I did. So then I, they come back super late. I don't know. We, and so we're on our way out, and they had done some stuff. And so we're driving back. We're trying to cross over into... Um, America and the the deputy comes out gun drawn and everything and they were looking I'm not going to say his name because you might know who he is those of you that are involved in the skateboard industry I don't want to put him on blast but they were asking for his name his middle name was Buford and we were all like what you never told us (laughs) we were like you never told us your middle name was Buford like oh my goodness everybody's laughing like what that's not me I am not Buford okay (laughs) 
I am Sean Ray Mandoli. That ain't me. I'm not trying to claim that name. But, uh, and he was kind of a tough guy too, you know, and his name was Buford. <laughs> and so, and everybody's like, who is Buford, right? And then it was, my boy at the back is like, me, I, you know. And so they pulled him out, detained him, took him, got locked up, smashed, had a warrant for years. And so I was around this environment. But I remember I was in Japan with this brother, and he was like, I don't believe what you believe, but I respect you because of the way you're living it. And this was privately, and we were sharing a hotel room, and he maybe not would, wouldn't want to say that in front of the rest of his boys, but right there, he might not have been where I was but when I had a private conversation, he could see there was a consistency of fidelity. Not that I am perfect in and of myself. What I'm saying is there is a treasure inside of me. And he was able to see something even through his blurred vision of who Christ was. And so um, you are designed to be in a certain environment. Not everybody can do what you do, come through what you, what you came from, and, and, and be in the environment you're in, but you are an ambassador. You are anointed in the earth to do what you're called to do because there is a treasure in you, and that treasure is Jesus, and Jesus wants to flow through you in spiritual gifts, in spiritual gifts, different diversity Okay, and look at, look at here, um, verse 7 again. But the manifestation, verse 7 again. I'm almost done here. You guys all right? But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Look at verse 6. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works, works, works. God wants to work through you. That word work really, what it is, it's, it, it's like an electrical current. It's where you get the word energy. And so what it is, is power flowing through something. It's a conduit, right? It's literally, that word work is an electrical current in a wire leading to turning a light bulb on. And so you, God is working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He wants to work in you. He wants to utilize your house as a way to flow through and bring light to your world. All right? Once again, manifestation, it means disclosing who God is to others. Okay? Disclosing. So what was my first point, guys? Stay hungry for spiritual gifts. My second point was God is multi- Faceted. Now let's just read some of these gifts here. Are you guys all right with this this morning? Uh, let's look at verse 8. For to one, everybody say one. Look at your neighbor say, that might be you. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. Word of wisdom. Word of wisdom isn't wisdom like, oh, Lord, I need wisdom. Word of wisdom is a word from God inside of you that releases wisdom over somebody's life that releases wisdom over somebody's life. When Michael Maiden prophesied over me about this building, and I'll, let me, let me, I'm gonna use that example too, but let, let's read this first. Verse eight, for to one is given the word of wisdom. Everybody say word of wisdom. Okay, through the same spirit to another is the word of knowledge. Everybody say word of knowledge. So verse eight, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. I'll give you an example of that. Uh, Michael Maiden, um, he knew I was the pastor of Sanctuary LA. That's all he knew. We were in a gym setting up and tearing down. He prophesied over me and he said, um, and, I'll, and he, the word of knowledge was basically knowledge 
the knowledge of God spoken to me of what has happened and what is happening. Do you realize that God will give you a word of knowledge for somebody that you will be able to speak to them by the Spirit of God? The knowledge, word, meaning spoken knowledge of God to somebody. He spoke over me. We did not have this building. We were in a gym, setting up and tearing down, and he said, you have embraced a, an assignment that had a degree of difficulty attached to it. Word of knowledge. Did not know how I went about pastoring this community. He said, there, and the people that are a part of this team and just been here pretty much since day one, just, you know, he said, um, you know, you've embraced it with joy. Word of knowledge. It was knowledge to me saying, God's like, look, I got you. You've embraced this, this with joy and with a degree of difficulty attached to it. Anything God calls you to do is going to have a degree of difficulty. But it's a word of, word of and I'm going to give you wisdom. Wisdom is the wisdom of God of what's going to take place, a word of wisdom. And he said, God has a miracle building coming. Everything you've been saying for the past six months is going to come to pass. Six months from that prophetic word. I got a random phone call from a real estate agent. I didn't even listen to the voicemail till a week later. Even when you're like out of tune or whatever, God's still going to move. Um, and, and I called him, and this building miraculously opened up. And, we're, and the prior, I'm just going to share you this, the spiritual gifts, the facility we were in wasn't, we were paying our rent, but the, the management of the ownership and stuff wasn't going good. So what's wild is we had to leave that facility. And at the right time, we got a prophetic word signed the lease agreement. I mean, just it could not have been more perfect. And, and it wasn't, it, and so these, the, the flow of spiritual gifts um, is so powerful in the kingdom of God. Okay, here we go. Here's the next one. To another faith. I don't have time to really go into all these. To another faith by the same spirit. This is verse nine. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another different kinds of tongues or diversities of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one, each one, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so I have a question for you, and I want you to, to pray about this. I want you to take this home with you, and then I got one more point, and then we're going to close. But my question is this, what gifts has God given you? What gifts, what spiritual gifts has God given to you? And this isn't the, the whole of spiritual gifts here. There's another reference in Ephesians. There's another reference in the book of Romans of different spiritual gifts. And we talk about these in our growth track and everything. But what gifts has God given to you? All right? Here we go. This is my last verse. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11, it says this, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. And so 
There's spiritual gifts in you. There, there is unknown things in you. The Bible says purpose or a plan in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And there's, there, there is um, words inside of you. There are supernatural abilities by way of the Holy Spirit inside of you. And distributing um, to each one individually as he wills. And that word distributing means this right here. It means to assign. And so you have an assignment. You have a kingdom assignment. There's an assignment on your life. And God has assigned gifts to you to operate in that assignment. Whatever that assignment might be, whatever that, that thing that God has put on you is, he has placed the ability, the grace to operate in your assignment um, by way of assigning spiritual gifts to you. And I just want to share one more example of um, spiritual gifts of somebody speaking over my life, and then we're going to pray. But when I... Um, wasn't really necessarily in ministry yet. A, a gentleman called me out from the service, and, uh, and this was um, probably like the, the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, and he said, uh, people have judged you for, that they can't quite figure you out. <laughs> Basically saying, the Lord says you're complex. No, but, but, and it was a season of life. He says, God's about to separate you from some people. Um, not that they're bad people, not the good people, but God's about to separate you from who's around you right now. And then, and then he said, God's, God's going to deliver you from some childhood hurts and some childhood pains. And he's going to bring you into a season of pastoring, time of pastoring. And this was years ago, no real definable steps or where I was. It was some of that was very beyond me, but it's so powerful when spiritual gifts and the voice of God is spoken and how years later God begins to activate and open those things up. And so I just want to encourage you to ask God, God, what what have you put in me, God? What, what spiritual gift, what treasure? Because there, it's there. I'm here to tell you it's there. God, what have you put in me and my family? And Lord, show me, reveal that to me. Everybody stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.